This is episode one of the Innovators Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have with us Allison Doyle, Chief Relationship Officer of the Iowa State University Research Park. Allison, how are you today? I'm great, thanks. Good, good. Allison, we just wanted to have you on the show, uh, the very first podcast to kind of kick us off and tell us what this podcast is going to be about, learn a little bit about you, and uh, just kind of, you know, why we're, why we're starting this podcast. So, Allison, if you don't mind starting off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us uh, when you started the research park, uh, what, what was your role in the beginning, how has that changed over time? Okay, so I'll start with telling you a little bit about myself. I am an Ames native. I was born and raised here. Um, graduated from Ames High and also from Iowa State, but took a brief hiatus during college. Um, started actually at Northwest Missouri State and then transferred back here. Um, somewhere along the lines during college, the travel bug bit me, and that started taking me on some great adventures. Um, I dropped out of school and spent about a year in Germany at one point. Um, and then as soon as I graduated, I took off to Los Angeles. Um, professionally, my first job out of college was actually I had two jobs. The first was as a personal assistant to a Hollywood celebrity, which is a little bit unconventional, but um, sort of was conventional in the path of being in LA. I had absolutely no interest in being an actress for what it's worth. And my other job was as a technical recruiter for um, an employment agency, so essentially sales of human beings, and that was right at the time when the tech boom was happening, so that was an interesting place to be. Um, from there, I was really um, on two parallel paths. One was working in advertising agencies or communications and crisis PR, and then the other was in tech companies. So I actually moved back here um, in 2008 from Bellingham, Washington to take this position at the research park. And um, prior to that, I had global marketing responsibilities for a tech startup. Um, so I'll give you a little tiny snippet of personal background aside from the professional stuff. Um, I'm the mother of two children and one is a junior in college at Iowa. Um, he's a political science major and his name is Tyler. And then I also have a daughter who's six, um, who's in kindergarten, and um, they keep me pretty busy. As far as what I like to do in my spare time, um, I'm an out avid outdoors person. Anything outdoors is, tends to make me happy. What's your I, favorite outdoor activity? Um, trail running with my dogs yeah. currently, which is really unconventional. I'm a person that thought I would die if I ran further than like a 200. Um, and track in high school, but I've really taken a love to it since COVID happened. Um, but I also really, really love to snowboard, love to ride my bike. Um, I have a fat bike, a mountain bike, and a gravel bike, and a road bike, and all kinds of bikes um, that I tend to cycle through at different times of the year as well. Awesome. Just anything outside. You bet. Cool. So to kind of segue into uh, your research park role, Maybe talk just a little bit about what you're doing now at the research park, and maybe that kind of ties into why we're starting this podcast. Sure. So as you mentioned, my title at the research park now is Chief Relationship Officer. Um, evolved into that over time. Um, started as a marketing manager in 2008. So my role now is really um, what traditional universities would call an a in industry relations sort of role. I think of it more so as relationship management and business development. So 
really sitting and standing in that place in between um, corporate partners and the university machine and trying to demystify that process, however that may look. So for our current tenants, many of them already have an existing relationship with the university, but they're trying to broaden that in specific ways based off of what's happening in their company, the economic climate or whatever. Um, and so I'll try to work on the university side to partner those individuals and corporations up with the right resources. Um, and then on the business development side, it's really looking at what are the strengths of Iowa State University and where do we have pockets of expertise who are willing to work with industry and then matching those people together so that um, serendipity can occur and ideally um, money will ultimately trade hands back and forth between the two and in the in the process of that happening obviously knowledge transfer happens so innovation can happen within those companies you bet awesome so to kind of segue into uh why we're starting this podcast what what are some goals that you have with this podcast who are some of the people that you want to talk to who are some of the people that we want to feature on this podcast and and get their stories out there so broadly, um, this is an idea that we have, and I, my hope and goal for it is that it will change, grow, and evolve over time, much like any innovation does. And, um, but the feeling and the desire to do it really came from a place of the knowledge that there are so many people who are, that have their fingers involved in innovation, that are, are innovators themselves, and that that word is such a loaded term. So um, it can mean a hundred different things to any one person. And so the idea behind the podcast is let's feature people who are innovators in their own right. It might not be just people who founded a company. It might not be um, just one person who has a good scientific idea. It could be someone who's blazing a trail within a company that's a large corporate machine, but they're being innovative in their own right. So um, that's really the broad idea behind it, and I'm really excited to see what the community here does and how they kind of own it. I have a general idea of some individuals that I think are interesting that I think we should talk to, um, but my hope is that this becomes a community effort where people can submit people that they feel like would be great for us to talk to or that we can shine a light on um, and expose their strengths for folks to learn from. Absolutely. And you, you kind of mentioned it there, uh, the the word innovation or innovators, as the podcast is named after, is, is kind of ambiguous and means a lot of things to uh, a lot of different people. And so what are some ways that may, maybe tangibly you've seen the word innovation or the things that that brings to your mind? How have you seen innovation influence the research park um, and as well as kind of bleeding over into the university? That's a really great question. So... Um, not many people know that this research park has been around since 1987. I believe the first building went up in 89. And um, really, innovation is absolutely at the heart of everything that has happened here at the research park. And um, that's a story that, in my opinion, really needs to be told and retold and told again. The space that we're physically in, the 400 acres, was cornfields before this place had all of the buildings that are here today. And uh, most research parks grow up around the idea of a large company settling in and then 
they hope the innovation sort of serendipitously happens between that large corporation, their university, and other companies that come. And the folks who started this place knew that that was never going to happen here um, by virtue of the fact that we were a tiny little agricultural town with a really nice university with research roots at its base. So they intentionally started it around this idea of what if, what if we could pull innovation from Iowa State University out of the research environment and push it out into the market, which is really at the heart of a land grant's purpose. And it took some time. So this place grew slowly and methodically over time, but it grew on the backs of innovation and innovators doing really important work. So if you look historically at how this place has grown, it's on the backs of those individuals who took tremendous risk, um, not only to get out of the traditional classroom setting from an academic standpoint, but to push their um, advances into the marketplace. And there are so many people um, and so many companies that I could point to as really great examples of that, of that. And at the heart of this podcast, that's what I hope to really shine a light on. Awesome. Very cool. Well, Allison, do you have any closing remarks, any closing comments for the Innovators podcast? Um, I think one in particular, and that is that I don't, I think we could do this podcast for a hundred years and probably not focus um, adequately on everyone who infuses innovation into their team or into their organization in some way. The overarching goal, though, is to shine a light on a few and to shine a light on a few that maybe aren't the usual suspects that get all of the attention that um, that they deserve. And so I just want to encourage anyone who has an idea of someone or an out-of-the-box way that they feel someone might be innovative to um, shoot us an email or give us a call. Um, we would love to feature that person and chat with them more. Absolutely, definitely. And to echo that, if you do have anybody that you think would be a great guest on the Innovators Podcast, please look at the contact information on our website right above this podcast uh, and give us a shout. We'd love to host them. Uh, Allison, thank you for your time today. Appreciate you coming in and, and giving us some time for the podcast. And we look forward to, uh, to featuring some of Iowa State University Research Park's uh, greatest innovators. Thanks, Allison. Thank you for having me, Matt.